to Paris Self-care at the Disneyland Hotel Dream Factory on hiatus Something weird's going on Is that all the news? That's all the news <laughs> but you gave us an extra bong anyway in a celebration I always give a bong at the end Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. We're having a four-bong day today. We're, we're also a, uh, choppy visuals today. We are having, we're having choppy visuals. Nothing's running as it should do. Let us know how it's going from your well, end we in can the see. chat. If it's, if it's fine, it's fine. It's not You've fine. Seen it. It's uh, very choppy. On do you hear earth. us okay? Um, because this is a little bit weird. It doesn't say there are any problems here either, which is what's more worrying about it. I think sounds okay. It says that it's running. Hmm... I'm, mm. I'm going to talk. You got you talk. I might have to go and see if I can sort something out. That's weird. Mel says the sound's fine. The video is not. Right, we'll, well carry on with sound then, can't sound we? Sound is what is important <laughs> Maybe it'll ease off. My, my dulcet tones. Hey there, hi there, ho there, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. We are seeing lots of people on our news feeds booking holidays at the moment. We've got a good friend of ours. Susie has just been away this week, and we've been watching... All her videos and photographs with beta. I don't know what we've been watching them with. Bated breath. That's the wrong thing, isn't it? Excitement. Excitement. In- interest. Interest, interest and intrigue. 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 <laughs> um, so, and I want to know how long it is for the people in the chat. Have we got countdowns going on? We don't at the moment, but we did look at booking this afternoon. Ah, so that's exciting. It's that time. It's that time. Well, we started looking and... Uh, should we talk about the, the prices? Should we do that now? Or should we do who's in the chat first? While we're talking about it, let's let's mention it. Do we mm. go and do it? Well, um, see, I always say, oh, to hell with the money. We're staying on site. We're staying on property. Come on. It's time to go back to the Cheyenne. Come on, let's do it. And then you look at the prices and it's like six times cheaper to stay like a two euro train ride away in Manla Valley. And you just think... Why would we stay on site? Mm. <laughs> to quote numbers, we were looking at room only booking on Expedia and to get our annual passes again. Thing is, we can't get annual pass discount rooms because we don't have the annual passes yet. We have to get those when we get there. Yeah, yeah. So we have to buy the room only on Expedia. And the room only was, I mean, forget about Art of Marvel because it was like 2,500 or something for three nights in August. That's ridiculous. And then we looked at Cheyenne and it was like 1,100. It varied by date. The cheapest we got was 1,068 and then it varied up to like 1,200. And this is for room only for three nights. So we're like, oh, this is tough. Let's have a look at our good old, you know, staples that we do off-site and we looked at Resid Home which we always like champion and it was 268 See, in, in, in Florida um, you, a whole grand cheaper in Florida yeah, you, you, can spend a, you can spend a day in your resort quite happily wandering around but there's not that much to do in the resorts there is there so if, you, if you're basically just p- paying for a bed 
I, 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 can't, I can, can't always recommend it. I'm, you know, I'm not like anyone who's, who's, do, who's doing that. We can still wander around. We can still wander the village. We can even wander the hotels if mm. we want to. We can go and sit in the Sequoia Bar if we want to sit in the Sequoia Bar. And we just thought it's, yeah, for a thousand, thousand pounds. But what I think we'll do is we'll do this cheapy. We'll do the... Do it uh, two hundred and sixty eight pounds staying in Valder up and getting a two euro training, mm-hmm. get the annual passes and then go back at either Halloween or Christmas and get a room uh, an annual pass discount. Nice. And stay mm. on site. Uh, do you want the good news? The stream now says excellent connection. It isn't giving me warnings anymore, so I think we're back on Yeah, it looks fine it on, on on here. Hugh, I'm just noticing your microphone, the red light, the little red dot on the front of it should be pointing at you. You're speaking into the side of your microphone at the moment. It is pointing. It is. It isn't. He's, he's he's speaking into the side of it here. It should be pointing. At, see that bit there. I feel like I've been told off. Well, you are being a little bit because we did a sound check. <laughs> I'm just just so that you know, yeah. we did a sound check beforehand, yeah. and the sound was perfect. And when you started talking, then it wasn't even going anywhere near the orange, the oh, amber. Dear. I, I used to work in a high school and occasionally I'd have to call tech support and this is exactly how they used to talk <laughs> to me. When they came in, I couldn't get the smart board working. That's exactly what I, I, I dreamed of being tech support when I was a kid at high school. I, I always <laughs> thought that would be where, where I would end They've up. got a weird amount of power of tech support. Like, <laughs> like it, it's weird. And the way they wield it is quite scary. <laughs> I will say though, I, I'm not, um, I agree. I should have been pointing the red light at my chin, but um, I just listened then and... Uh, Oh, it sounded okay. Yeah, but I turned you back up by then. Okay. Uh, Hugh? <laughs> yes. Sh- should we see who's here? Yes. <laughs> Who are they? All about plays. <laughs> Pamela was first in the chat today. And Pamela, um, we gave them a shout out a couple of weeks ago. And uh, she finally played it to her daughters because uh, they're going in, in eight days. Ooh. So she played the shout out and uh, broke it to the kids that, uh, sorry kids, we're going to Disneyland Paris. Yay! Um, so yeah, they're all very excited. I would be as well. Exciting times. Uh, so that was, Pamela was first in the chat today. Congratulations for being first. <laughs> Daisy was here, close second. And then Ross, Amy is here, and Gareth, three weeks till Florida. Ooh. Ooh. Where are you staying, Gareth? Um, on site, off site, upstairs, downstairs, in my lady's chamber. Uh, Andrew <laughs> is here, as is Seb. Hey, all, we're on eight day countdown to DLP as well Ooh. as Pamela. Um, yeah, you need to be um, wearing w- wearing little <laughs> homemade signs on your neck that say. Um, have any of you got stickers? That I've yeah. like, not sent them to you. Yet I'm Street. supposed to be sending stickers to all of our Disney Street pals, and I haven't got around to it yet. Apologies. We also told the children yesterday, as they're quite young, so I wanted to watch them get excited over the week and prepare themselves for it. Hello, also to Jimmy, who waves with a big pink hand, <laughs> and and who is Nate? Question mark. Is it who is Nate? Uh, Emma is here, as is Moritz and John and Mel. Team Confetti. Uh, Katia is here, and Diogo and Scottish Claire. I said Seb, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Seb says, we're doing Eurostar this time. My son is super excited to be going under the sea. Under the sea. Uh, Scotch Claire, Emily is here, as is, I think, Wits Wanderlust. And, uh, is that it? Now now then, is this is this Anse or Anche? I don't know. A-N-C-E. Do uh, give me a... Pronunciation. So you write it out uh, phonetically. So, so yeah, I write it out phonetically. Yeah, like uh, Kiva and Groinia. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, then uh, let's start with this one and Hannah Marie. And that's it. Well, Yay. well. Hello, everybody. I think I got you all. We've got some comments going on. Gareth has said he's staying off site, doing a solo trip. Ooh, Ooh, jealous. I do love my family. <laughs> jealous, she says. <laughs> well, do you know what? Um, it would be it would be interesting just to see like how quickly you can flit about the place. On, on, your your, on your own. Yeah. yeah. I think there'd be a limit to how long I'd do it for, but I did enjoy doing doing Run Disney. I went on my own and it was kind of like a bit freeing and cool. Although my feet, rip, that's the most my feet have ever hurt, I think, in my entire life. That was the running as well, though. Um, Ros Mabbott says, 120 days till we go, but our Sequoia Lodge Golden Forest room has gone up £700 since we booked it last Whoa. year. Now, to be fair, we were looking at August prices and it is March. So it's that's relatively close booking, isn't it, by Disney standards. People tend to book like 11 months out mm. and stuff, so... That might be why the prices have gone up. But. To be fair, though, when when we booked our Sequoia Lodge for last year, by the time we were we were a couple of months out, the the price was probably about seven hundred quid more as well. So mm. I, I think that's book early, everybody. Book early. That's it's it. pronounced ants as uh, that, uh, that was my first guess, but um, I just I tried to overcomplicate it. Yeah, uh, there you are. Aaron's also here, and uh, we were getting worried, Aaron. So I'm I'm glad you've turned <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, so good to see you all. Uh, and Alad. Hello from Alad and Fiona in Cork. Ooh. Ooh, we need to get that on the map. I need to do the map. We'll I keep map saying this. I still haven't sorted the map. <laughs> You're busy though, aren't you? I can't keep saying that. There's a limit to how much I can use that excuse. Ross says Hannah's here too. So hello to Hannah too. Uh-huh. Now, Team Confetti said, and I'm going to have to look into this, you can get mm. annual passes via the French DLP site. We received them within a week. Now, I know about this and I also know about the pay monthly thing. We were discussing that this week, weren't mm. we? But what I'm not clear on is when they are valid from, because if we're not going for three months and we validate our annual pass, we kind of lose three months of its value. Isn't it? Doesn't it make more sense to do it on the first day of your trip and then you get a full 12 months? Or is it or, only activated or does once it, you swipe it? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Does the 12 hope, months get activated the first time because you visit? what else could you do with it? Could you go to the village and get the discount but not going into into the park and activate it? Mm. I, I love how mysteriously unclear all of this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we need to find that out because that would be a solution to stop us having to do the one-day tickets and upgrade. Team Confetti says they are valid from the moment they send them. Yeah, that's what we thought. That's the thing. So you kind of look, because we might want to do two August, one August trip this year and one August trip last year. And you just have to do... Going back in time. <laughs> fi- uh, sorry, Going next year. Going back in time. <laughs> you only have to do them 51 weeks apart and you get two trips in two years. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So kind of want to play that game. Diogo says, I bought an AP online last year and it started about a week after the purchase. I'm guessing uh, they give it some... Uh, to give it some time to ship, to ship it. it. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the only advantage is that you can get the discount on the rooms, but at this point, we don't know what that discount would be. And I, I have rung up in the past when I've had an annual pass and it hasn't been as brilliant as you'd think. You know, it can be like 5%, which is dropping the ocean when you're paying that amount. And I don't know. I don't know. In that case, I think we might strategically get it when we get there. I guess if, you, I guess if your plan is to only buy one for one year, then... That's fair enough, but if you pay monthly and your plan is to continue it and basically just have that as a, a monthly fee that you know you're going to pay all, forever. all the time forever, it doesn't really make any difference when you start, does it? I mean, that really? m- that might be what we 
do not let this one expire like we did with mm. the last one mm. and just keep it rolling over. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Guys, um, I'm yeah. gasping. Okay. Any people who are just listening, Chris was saying woo because he's holding up a green cup and uh, it was green screening into semi-invisibility. Yes. And uh, my noise was the straw rattling around because we're having straws you today. Straws because today, today yeah. Chris, we're having mocktails. Ooh. Uh, no added sugar. Ooh. Uh, there's a choice of cosmopolitan, mm. pina colada. Yes. And one that's just called, and this is quite common you find this, uh, on the beach. On the beach. <laughs> on Viva the beach. on the beach. Looks carroty. It does, doesn't mm. it? It's very orange. There's a carrot in there. <laughs> Maybe that's the euphemism. Oh, it says the last ingredient is colour. Carotines. Carotines. Yeah, there you go. I'm, not, I'm not making that up. That's um, teenaged carrots for anyone who doesn't understand what so, carotene is. So you two want pina colada? I'd like pina colada, please, I um, think. To start I mean, with. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't recommend the Cosmopolitan because I've been sipping it from the bottle. <laughs> Anyway, do you know what? Um, again, hashtag, hashtag not spawn, but uh, these are from uh, Aldi, and and uh, I, I got I got one of each flavour. I think there's another one, but I didn't get the, the other one because I couldn't reach it. And, um, not because I'm small, just because there was they, they were stacked up in like a huge pallet, and I couldn't I couldn't get to the back of it. Um, and got to the till, and they were forty five p. So I went back and got another pina colada, forty five p. That's not bad at all. It's all right, isn't it? I might get Laura to get some of this tomorrow when she yeah. goes shopping. What if you can freeze it? <laughs> I like a frozen cocktail. Oh. Anyway. I've still got mine for my birthday. I, have, I haven't really drunk anything. Apart from I had a few beers this week. This weekend I had a couple of beers. That was pleasant. That's good. Is it? It's all right. <laughs> for, no. Is it 45p all right? It's it's fizzy coconuts. Yeah. It smells good. That's all you want. Mm. Can it's forty-five p good. Yes. Can, can Chris just? That's right. I was just just going to say <laughs> it's it's a li- right. Hang on, because I can't get words out at the moment. Back a few minutes ago, many minutes ago, someone said that they were looking forward to going under the sea, and at that point, I was about to say, "Do you know what? I spent some time listening, uh, watching back our, our uh, charity show, charity show this week, and the bits when we sing stuff are right good fun. That's they were good fun. Say. Yeah, it was really good fun. We, we should do that sort of stuff again. We did Under the Sea. Chris uh, played ukulele on these. And, did you do um, Kiss the Girl? Oh, the camera's, the video's going funny. Again. We did Kiss the Girl. And I I missed the bit that I was looking forward to, which is going, to ask her. I you missed, did, and I you were gutted it. about it as well. And Chris did, um, what's that bear one? Simon Smith and his amazing dancing bear. That one. Muppets classic. Yeah. Truth is, you just can't beat Mencken, can you? No, that's true. Pamela we, says more singing. We went to see um, Sister Act the musical last night, me and Bonnie. That's mm. that's Menken music. Um, Newsies, Menken music. It's a, he's a guy. The camera's all jerky again. I apologise for this. I don't know what's causing it. It's everything here says everything's okay, so it's a little bit weird. Is uh, right. that, is that guy I know still in Newsies? Because he is, isn't he? Yep. Excuse me. I did a show with uh, someone and he's, he's been in... Uh, it, what was he in the... Waitress. Waitress. He was brilliant in it, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And um, what's the character called in Waitress? Do you remember? 
the I don't know the role play not the role playing that makes sense. It's the, like the, the sort battle of... reenactor's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, it's a great part, but he's also in Newsies now. Yeah, cool. And I'm stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it to the West End one day, Hugh, and I might take you with me. Thank you. If you're lucky. Um, right, I have got news. News. Do you want some news? News. Some of this kind of comes off the going under the sea situation. We have uh, new flights to Paris. Now, I'm fairly sure it is Eastern Airlines. However, my spell check has said <laughs> Easter Airways. Full of Eastern promise. So, I don't know how it's done Easter that. promise. Um, the flying from Southampton, which it's also split into two words, <laughs> East Midlands and Cardiff, um, and they're going to Paris d'Orlais Airport, so it's not going to Charles de Gaulle. Oh, the one where it's a, like a six-hour drive to get to it. it. It's, a, it's a longer do, it's a longer transfer, but it is an option, and flights there do tend to be cheaper anyway, no matter where you're flying from. Connections so, are expensive, though, just bear in mind, because you it, will need something to get you there and i don't think there's a train service is there so it's this a, is it so it's what it's what, you're, car or, what you're saving your flights you make up for any transfers um your, your ubers and your and they don't do the magical shuttle and stuff so yeah. it has to be an uber or a lift or something like that it's very north of paris that's why so it's it's an <clears> option <throat> what was interesting about this is they actually cited dlp in their press release and the reasons given were now that there's no longer a direct Eurostar. Now there's no longer a direct Eurostar, we're going to give an indirect flight. Well, yeah. I mean, I know it's not a great option, but the point is that they've created a hole in the market mm-hmm. um, and it's sending prices up. I mean, we already talked about our go-to airline from Doncaster was Flybe, which yeah. went bust during... Or, did they go in Tyler bus or just leave Doncaster? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, during the pandemic, that disappeared and has never come back. What a um, shame. And it's really messed us up because we the only options we have now are big, air, big airlines from big um, airports. And yeah, it's caused a problem. And then, of course, that pushes up the price of other options. And then they remove the direct thing because of complications arising from Brexit. And um, basically, transport is becoming one of the most... Um, expensive factors to consider in your holiday which is such a shame because it's the most boring thing isn't it <laughs> it's just the necessary bit it's the ne- it's the bit you have to buy it's, it's not even the going there either it's the coming back for me yeah. any trip is great the, the travel there it, you're full of anticipation and the excitement of a holiday coming back it's just a drag isn't it could you imagine if there was some way of making it so the travel part was like just as fun as the holiday like a cruise <sighs> Like if if we got a cruise ship from Hull, which mm. isn't too far from Disney Street, uh, yeah, and no, you could get, we could did, get a lovely cruise there. We did. We used to get the overnight ferry. Yeah, no, but, no, but it wasn't fun. It was a oh, ferry. I, I thought it was. <laughs> it was a ferry. It was more fun than driving to Kent, basically. They've which, got like a buffet restaurant, haven't they? Yeah, they've got a buffet restaurant. And I love and a, a shop. buffet. Who doesn't like a buffet? Yeah. Get as much as you want. Get what you want. It's perfect. Alad says, pre-warning, Eastern Airways are very expensive, designed for business travel as opposed to leisure. 
I used to use them for work and the prices made me wince. The princes, it's That's actually. interesting. Um, <laughs> I hadn't looked into the prices because we are very unlikely to ever go to Cardiff to get a flight. Um, but I presumed they were budget, I'll be honest. Mm. Just because they're going from smaller airports, I just presumed they'd be Maybe they're branching out. We desperately need a small airline to either do Leeds, Bradford or Doncaster or one of those because... Paris is a popular destination. You'd think, wouldn't you? I mean, if I was going to put my, you know, carbon footprint head on, I'd say mm. flying that sort of distance is an incredible waste. It is. Uh, but yes, you're right. Um, Katia says... Flyby went bust again. Yeah. I thought they did. I knew that they just, they, the option disappeared for us. I thought that was why. Um, mm. Very limited choice of flights for Roz. We live 10 miles from Manchester Airport and have chosen to do the Eurostar due to cost. Yes, Manchester would be our natural go-to. We are 45-minute drive from Manchester. And um, I think they do do EasyJet, which are not cheap, but then it's Air France and it's... EasyJet isn't cheap. Not when you add it all together. It's not as cheap as it should be. And I think I don't think they do seven days a week either. I think you like have to go on a Wednesday afternoon or something. So you often can't find the flights you want. Mm-hmm. Same problem living in the southwest of Devon. Can't fly from Exeter. So Paris uh, to Paris to Bristol is the nearest option. It's weird. Well, it's not. It's, it's everywhere though, isn't it? So I, I travel to Milan and to Geneva with work from time to time and what I've realised over the last year is that the range of flights has completely dissolved like even companies like EasyJet aren't flying as regularly to places as they used to do mm. and that that's what's having an impact I guess they would have had a lot of empty seats for a long time wouldn't they so it's not particularly cost effective or will it bounce back or is it you know it has it just changed the industry I mean that's the question if they were then doing more Eurostars and more Eurotunnels, it would be different, but it's had the opposite effect. Dan says Eurostar need competition. Mm. They do. They do. And then there's the Eurotunnel and then there's the driving options, which <sighs> um, we're still looking at. Even Eurotunnel is ridiculously expensive these days. Compared to four years ago, you're paying an extra 30, 40 quid a Oh, coffee. you are. And there's no... There used to be offers and sales and, and times of day. And the, you always used to be able to find a way of getting there that was dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And we can't anymore. I'd be interested in a in a poll, maybe on Twitter or something, to, to ask how everyone's getting there at the moment. Who's driving, who's flying, who's training. Because I feel like I used to know... And now it's all the options have gone weird. Aaron's just said that Eurostar is just as expensive as flying if you factor in travel down to London from Manchester or from Leeds for our case. What I will say is, though, there are an awful lot of different rail cards out there these days that get you serious discounts. If If you're taking one kid and you can take up to four adults with one kid on a family, friends and family discount card, and you can get up to 40 or 50% off your tickets. If you're two people, you can get a rail card. So Laura and I have got two different rail cards, one for us when we travel with the kids and one for us when we travel just the two of us. And the amount of money we save by using those rail cards is ridiculous and they cost 30 quid a year. Mm. So it, it's worth looking at what discounts you can get by having uh, I think a rail that card we, um, we got one for, tw- we got the family one for £25 and mm-hmm. on the first time we used it, we saved, seven t- saved exactly. 70 That's exactly the same for us. It's we crazy. used it once to go down to London and uh, we haven't actually needed to use it since because mm. we, haven't, we haven't done anything that, that's warranted it. But even actually, even when we're going to Leeds, now if we get the train into Leeds from home, 
um, we, we save the money because we just use that that card and it's just a yep. couple of quid, but it's I do. worth it. Absolutely worth it. Right, next bit of news. Now, you see, that's very relevant to anybody going to Disneyland Paris, but it doesn't feel magical, does it? Because we always say the magic dissolves the minute you get back I mean, the we're talking station. about the bit of your holiday that you try very hard to forget about <laughs> yeah. when you get back. <laughs> it's like, honestly, uh, apologies to anyone that's done this, but um, when I watch a vlog... I don't like the travel part of it when when people like apart from aside from maybe like a shot out of the plane window I don't mind that but if it's like I don't want to see shots of the people waiting in an airport <laughs> it's so mundane. Sorry, Ro- Ross Sorry. has Sorry. suggested um, a Disney. Ros- sh- no Ross. Ross. Oh, Ross. Yeah, yeah, Ross. Sorry. I, I looked and saw Ross because Ross. Had there there is a Ross. Well. <laughs> there is a Ross. But there's My also bad. a Ross. My bad. Uh, Sorry. We need a Disney Street coach trip. There's an interesting. How many pickups <laughs> would we have to do around the country? Zigzag down uh, the country. And we could do a fun little graphic of the, of the, <laughs> yeah. of the bus going uh, uh, like across the country. You see, the thing is with you, what you've got to understand <laughs> is that coach trip would be miserable zigzagging the country, but it would be worth it to him if he got a fun little graphic out of it. <laughs> Wouldn't and it? also he'd like to be miserable as well so that, if something bad happens to me if I can get any content out of it I'm happy like <laughs> sitting uh, on a windowless 10 hour flight again last time having had the same the previous time so, so on the flight back from Florida last time windowless view and on the way there this time the next flight we took windowless and Lucy was going I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I, I didn't realise we've got the same seats I said it's not the same seats for some reason it's just worked out this way again but I thought no it's funny because it was a good start to my video <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters right so from this <clears throat> sublime to the ridiculous or the ridiculous to the sublime I should say they now offer well they will when it opens offer self care and wellness at the Disneyland Hotel Ooh. the company the Three Sages um, has come on board to provide as a provider of meditation stretching breathwork and yoga studio concepts. three sages is the perfect name for a wellness outfit mm-hmm. isn't it mm-hmm. it absolutely is two um, sages wouldn't have done it no yeah. <laughs> um in the reimagined disneyland hotel what they've got now i was i was unclear when i read this as if they've got full yoga studios or if this is something that's in room or in um, in private little rooms or something but it's a bit like the yoga version of Peloton in that they've got big screens with a choose your own adventure meditation yoga etc etc and then they've got all the sort of props attached under the screen uh, screen like your yoga mats and your yoga bricks and, and you put your earphones on will it be like a silent disco yoga and then you yeah so it's saying it provides all in one wall units with on demand content and accessories um, and let's see but I mean this is do you know what I this is pretty cool I would be more up for it in somewhere that wasn't Disneyland Paris because I ain't sitting meditating for an hour when there's Mickey to meet but yeah some people might it really does elevate it to a five star hotel and I think think that's what sometimes the Disney hotels in general same in Florida and um, California kind of struggle with is that they have to pen, pen themselves as luxury hotels that um, compete or are at the same level as some of these luxury hotels in Dubai where you've got all the, you know, valet services and private butlers and things because they're not that. They're basically family hotels. So these kind of things do take it up that that level of luxury, I think. And it looked pretty cool. And I might might kick their family out for a quick stretch in the morning. I used to do yoga every morning, didn't I? 
Yeah, it was really cute when I was leaving for work and um, you'd be doing yoga and Bonnie... <laughs> Bonnie was still really little and she'd be doing the exact same pose next to you. Yeah. And you and you were both just doing it, like facing the TV. So I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Just saw, just saw the back of you as I left. You I both. Sometimes I'd just be laid face down on the floor, wouldn't I? Oh, thank you. You'd be like, I'm not sure if my wife's dead or Yeah, yeah, sometimes I could, yeah, she'd just be like lying on the, like, with the face down on the floor. I've been working some car muscles. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> um... I don't know what Andrew Palmer means when he says, like, Serena Williams in The Glass Onion. I've not seen Glass Onion. Oh, yes, 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 I do. I do. There is a point where she's giving a private workout session to somebody via Zoom. I fell Ah, asleep. You fell asleep? There's a recommendation for you. You fall asleep at everything. Yeah, so it's not not a, a slight on the film. I fall asleep in films I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Hannah Marie Piazza says I'm hoping the prices will drop or that they'll start doing deals again when the Disneyland Hotel oh, reopens oh I wish I wish that would happen thing is yeah it, spread the cost among the hotels it must drive down the cost at Newport Bay at least I think that Art of Marvel is still going to be quite desirable for quite some time yeah. but it must drive down the cost of the Newport Bay once they open because that's thousands of hotel rooms what did it you do know. for capacity though I suppose well, it would reduce I mean. the number of of day tickets available, won't it? Oh. Anything else. But that is what will happen, isn't it? Well, that's if they fill it. Yeah. Or whether it just spreads the clientele into another building. Mm. Interesting. Well, they'll start refurbing something else then, won't they? That's true. More than likely. I think it'll be Sequoia Lodge next. Mm-hmm. The, the room's gorgeous hotel, favourite hotel, but the rooms are a bit tired. Bit tired. Yes, agreed. Right. What's next? What's next? Well, I've only one more piece of news, then we're going to go on to trip reports. Oh. And I only, it's a bit of a small piece of news because I don't usually do refurbs and closures and things because there's too many and they get a bit dull. But Dream Factory is on hiatus from April the 3rd to May the 26th. Your and birthday. I men- yeah, my birthday. <laughs> and I mention it because um, somebody only the week before last was, was asking for tips to take a yep. two-year-old and I told them to go and now I'm like I have to tell them it's not open but I can't remember who it was and when they're going there'll be two crying kids outside with their mother and uh going Lucy there's always someone doing that have they given no reason why it's on hiatus there's something else opened up and somewhere else and it's and it's just seasonal the... closures they yeah. do it to change cast and rehearse yeah, and yeah. stuff they all all the shows do it and that is about the right time for them to do it at like oh actually that goes over easter doesn't it mm-hmm. that's unusual usually it's between <coughs> school holidays and in low seasons and stuff like that um but presumably it'll be about the time that mickey and the magician comes back because i think that's been on its seasonal hiatus after christmas yeah, so they're just shifting some people about then, aren't they? Yeah, basically. They're giving Mickey a break from, from that to go and do, be a magician. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Cool. So that was just a small bit. So then, Chris, I'm handing over to you for the rest. Well, oh, I, oh. I, w- I will tease, actually. Uh, I do want to talk about um, the chap who did all the rides in all the parks. Oh, yeah. Challenge. Yes. Uh, talk about that later. Cool. We will I look forward worship to at his altar. So, I've got a question before you go on. Go on then. Did you buy some pins this week? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> did you bring them with you? No, I didn't bring them with me. Oh. And I bought some more. <gasps> and I want to buy some more. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm all jealous. I'm going to have to buy my uh, If anyone didn't see it on our Patreon show, Patreon show, I always get Patreon and Patreon. It's pa- We have patrons and they're through Patreon. That's patron, right, isn't it? A yeah. patron, not a patron. 
A patron. A patron. A patron. Well, is that is that just like a patron, though? A patron. Yeah, I'm just pronouncing it weird. A anyway, that's a patron. So I, I showed my pins on the show last week. Anyway, Chris, sorry. Uh, yeah, hang on one moment, though, because I do have a picture of my pins, which I will... Uh, a pins up. pick. I, I'm in the process of acquiring some way for us to not have to keep doing this every time we want to show uh, This is Chris weird. holding up the camera to the camera. So there we are. To show off his pins. pins. They're I'm better than sure mine. There's at least one fake in there. Uh, but I could, I could, I, I could see, I could see when you showed me the picture that there was, yeah, there's a couple where the enamel was lower. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some some fairly thin ones there. Yeah, um, but do you know what? I'll, I'll try and bring them in next next week with me. I just, I thought, do I want to bring them in and then we end up talking about pins again like we did on the um, EMT show last week, mm. or or is is that just a little bit much? So I didn't bother. Chris, I would be happy to start an extra show called Disneyland Di- well Disney Pins just a special show just called Disney Pins I I have this thought though you see which which is this so, so I'm going to I'm going to divulge my thought right now because I've been messaging you about it this week and and everything but the charity gig we did last year was around about our 3 year anniversary of doing the DLP show and so at that sort of time September this year We'll, we'll, we wanted to do another charity show, didn't we? And I'm trying to work out whether there's actually any appetite from you guys if we were to book a place to do it and actually do something live and maybe talk to a few other podcasters who do stuff. We might come and do a, a show live there as well in front, in front of an audience, if you like. We might even do some singing. But I also thought great opportunity for me to put a pin board together and you can come and trade some some awful pins with us. How yeah, cool the worst would that be? Bring your worst pins. Yeah, an oh, aw- awful pin trading event. If you could make it to the gen- the Greater Leeds area in September. Yeah, would you be up for know? it? Would you to, be up to for raise it? money for Otherwise charity? Rent a venue and it would be us and the dog, you know, and none of us have got a dog. But also, um, people are likely just to go, yeah, I'd be up for that. If you're not interested, also let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go that far. Go, I like you guys, but it's, that, it's like weighing up whether it's. I don't two hours in a car like, like you. Well, exactly. Yeah, and a night in a hotel probably as yeah. well. That's a, that's a real thing, isn't it? But if you really wanted to see Leeds and uh, Hannah, Hannah will do it. Then uh, you know. Pamela says, "New segment: Get your pins out. Get your pins out. Get your pins out. Pins out for the lads. Uh, Cracking pair of pins." Yeah, but oh, yeah, something a bit less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, little, you know, a little bit less nineties la- lads. Careful, yeah. <laughs> a bit less nuts magazine. Okay, okay. A little bit less. Um... It's a good job it was me saying it, really, wasn't it? <laughs> Aaron and Mel could make it. There well, that's go. it. That there you go. Th- these uh, these these are people that aren't, aren't too far. Um, which well, yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Well, absolutely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure we could. I was going to say I'm sure we could get family to come, but Laura wouldn't come. She, she would not <laughs> she be up for would. that. <laughs> and Marie Piazza says I will travel up north for that. Up, up north. Up, I like. I like north. the use of glottal stop there, Hannah. Uh, uh, where? where? Uh, well, oh. well, you do, but um, technically, she'd be saying I will travel up the north. Up north. That's how you write glottal stop, though. You just uh, well, you know, it. technically. Um, <laughs> You would put a space so after it. You would put a space. <laughs> now, most people sp- do it like that. But you Educate put, you put a space after it because it is a separate word. What you did, The glottal stop represents the word the. So the, there would still be a space after it. I'm going to, to shop. So you'd put, I'm going to, T apostrophe, space, shop. 
technically. Most people sure. wouldn't do that. Hugh yeah. has been known to grammar correct my text messages in the past. I, I, you know, I don't do that very often, but when people go, that's how you would do it, I go, well, actually. <laughs> right, Chris, you've got a trip report. <laughs> I have a trip report from Matthew Phillips and we keep not having time to do it, so I think we should end this conversation about glottal stops right okay. now and maybe do something relevant. Sorry, Hannah. Um, I've also got, I hope you can still come, I've also got some birthday presents because it's someone's birthday next week, isn't it? Uh, Scottish Claire, three hours in the car, likes us. Should <laughs> <laughs> we have your last roller as well? <laughs> so, Matthew Phillips then. Matthew Phillips. Matthew Phillips' um, message. I've just said his name three times in a row. <laughs> Deserves it. Because <laughs> we keep, appear like keep putting him off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three times in a row it must be spoken and broken hi guys i'm just back from a four-day break to dlp and i thought i'd do a trip report as i've always found listening to other reports to be very useful and picked up a few hints and tips along the way here goes he's broken it up into handy headings as well like Let's it. see if it's under a thousand words. Travel. We flew with EasyJet from Manchester to Paris, Charles de Gaulle. One hour flight with no issues encountered. With three kids and the youngest being eight months old, we opted for private transfer, presti- prestige transfer. Although expensive, 170 euros for a return journey, the service was excellent and I would definitely recommend. I've heard a lot of people say good things about prestige. Um, so that's good. Prestigious. Indeed. Accommodation. We booked a hotel and tickets combination package with magic breaks. We stayed in a standard room near hotel facilities in Sequoia Lodge. I had high expectations for this hotel given all the good reviews I'd heard and it did not disappoint. Oh, Ticked all the right boxes for us. Excellent location, cosy, fantastic theming and spacious rooms. Take an extension cable though. Oh yes. Or a USB adapter. The can, kids- can I just jump in there? Because I knew I knew about this in advance. I'd read about it online, but I want to stress this. There's like two plugs in that entire room, and one of them's for your lamp. And one, of, so you have to unplug the standard lamp to do it. And we did take a four oh, yeah. four yeah. bar plug extension. Is that what I, yes. what I call it? Is that the right yeah. thing? Four, four plug bar, bar extension. Plug. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't know these things. I took it in my in my luggage because I knew we wouldn't have plugs and then we had to plug everything off that. But you would really struggle if you had cameras and two phones and you wanted to charge them overnight because there isn't the plugs. Most things have USB these days, though, don't they? New, newer devices. So yeah, but- I would get a USB plug. So I've got one that's a four-input USB oh. plug and it's just this big rather than taking a, a massive extension lead got, or yeah. extension like you guys did. Uh, but yeah, do that and yeah. Cool. If you're a coffee lover like me, be sure to make use of the four free hot drinks per person per day perk. There's a machine on every floor serving a variety of hot drinks. Lavazza. There we go. (laughs) Bless you. Continue. Park days. We had two full days in the park and two half days. We made good use of early magic hours every day and managed to squeeze so much into that first hour before it got busy. Definitely worth getting up early. With it being half term in France uh, and parts of the UK, I was expecting it to be busy, but it was actually surprised how busy it was. So getting up early for extra magic hours was a no-brainer for me. Meeting Stitch was at the top of our bucket list, and I wasn't sure what time he would make an appearance and was worried that this would take up most of, if not all, of EMH. But pleased to tell you that he was there from 8.30 onwards every morning. To remind us when he went, so we know when this busy period was. Half term? Half term. February half February half term, yeah. Okay. We made full use of the parent swap feature every day, whereby one parent would go on a big ride uh, in extra magic hours, early magic hours, 
whatever you call it, and get a ticket for the other parent to use later on in the day as opposed to going straight back onto that ride. We found this to be useful as we could cram more rides into early magic hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep stumbling over early magic hours because um, it's been abbreviated here and I want to read it out full and not say EMH, um, but it's easier to say EMH. Little bit we know of a, what you little, mean. A little bit of insight. There is an, an, an initialism. You just go Emma. 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 <laughs> we tried to split up the days and concentrate on one area land per morning, afternoon, to avoid, uh, to avoid too much walking for the little ones. Despite it being very busy, certain rides such as teacups, carousels, Le Pay de Conte Fay, Pirates, Phantom Manor were never more than 20 minute wait times in the main park. It's a Disneyland Paris is an amazing, weird TARDIS of wait times. You do not get this in America, but in it, it can seem so busy, and you can still get a, a walk on for Phantom Manor sometimes. It's weird. I don't know how they do it. Um. Uh, so with decent planning and doing the big rides early on, you can definitely st still get loads done even at peak times. Rides also tend to be quieter during parade times and later on in the evening. Doing the rides at night time also gives you a totally different experience to going on during the day. Big Thunder at night was impressive. Seeing the castle and the rest of Frontierland split up from afar was wonderful. I missed out on that because after the boys had been on, they wouldn't go back on. So we were a little bit stuck. Having only planned spending half a day in the studios, we somehow managed to spend 11 hours there. Avengers Campus definitely adds a lot to this park and we enjoyed the unannounced sporadic appearance of characters throughout the day i'm sorry i'm chuckling because because it's it says avengers campers here um <laughs> it just made it just tickles me <laughs> hello campers um sporadic appearance of characters throughout the day as opposed to the structured and sometimes stressful meets in the main park due to the long queues we successfully got a meet and greet with spider-man via the virtual queue system on the app which is a big improvement on the old line bertie app although not difficult oh thank god thank it, goodness for i that. agree with that we did it and it was brilliant i thought it was really really good and when you turn up they, they just sit you there until it's your turn to take you through i'm really intrigued by 11 hours in uh walt disney studios park there i mean i kind of want a, a, a minute by minute breakdown of that i'm wondering mm -hmm. well how long did you spend here did seven you, hours queuing for <laughs> did you for see a show well <laughs> that's true there's long queues did they see a show and if they did did they have to stand in the pig pen for an hour beforehand i don't know i'm really intrigued by how they spent 11 hours and i think i love the park i think it's great now but still Continue. If you want to do Spider-Man Web Slingers ride, I suggest hitting EMH as the queues get very long pretty quickly Emma. during the day. Emma. 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 We enjoyed this, even though it was hard work. Shows and parades. Having seen Main Parade on our only other visit to DLP in 2019, we were keen to see the Dream and Shine Brightest show this time around. We managed to get an excellent spot between the four podiums in front of the castle thanks to a vlog we'd seen, and it was definitely worth it. The interaction with the characters was excellent. Top tip there is a good chance the characters will stop and give younger ones a cuddle or a high five if dressed in their outfit both of our girls were dressed as jesse and she made a point of coming over and giving them both a hug oh, jesse's always brilliant yeah. i love those moments yeah. i love it the delight on their faces was lovely to watch and i managed to capture the moment see attached now i haven't got the attached here and you guys can't see the attached but um i watch it later and enjoy it um. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're talking about brian butterfield before the shot the show and uh, you sound like when he goes he says, I learned it in a book. Oh, no, no, what's, what's he say? He says, uh, he says uh, I'm learning about it in a book. I haven't read it yet, but I will on my next holiday. That's what you sound like. <laughs> 
Uh, this particular show was the highlight of the holiday for me. The choreography, the vibrant colours, the catchy songs, it's spectacular. The positive vibes during and after the performance around Central Plaza was amazing. People dancing and singing and high-fiving one another, just brilliant. The song has definitely become a theme tune to our 2023 trip and is still being played around the house every day. Cannot recommend this show enough. We also managed to see Stars on Parade twice, which was as good as always, but didn't quite reach the levels of Dream and Shine Brighter. Lion, Lion King Rhythms of the Pride's Lands, and he's actually written that. <laughs> rhythms of the Pride's Lands was excellent. Don't bother with Premier Access. We were desperate to see this and contemplated paying extra to secure a seat, but there really wasn't any need. The theatre is huge and numerous showings per day. That was my instinct, and somebody asked last week, and it was someone coming from the US, wasn't it? And we were like, oh, if you, if you have to. I, I don't feel it's necessary. But we've never seen it. No. I'm sorry about the straw noises, by the way. I'm not used to having a straw, and uh, I wanted to drink all the rest of the juice. We only did Illuminations once as we were keen on the pre-show drones. I was really impressed with the drone show, and it definitely added something to the nighttime spectacular. Uh, the queues to get out once the parks closed were horrendous, though. Oh, yeah. It took us near enough an hour to get from in front of the castle to the hotel, and Ooh. the kids were a bit intimidated with all the people. It was like mm. a scene of Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah, I find that worse than walking out at the end of a football match with like 40,000 people there because at least they're engineered to just get people out and it doesn't feel like that at mm. Disney I don't think when they're closing up we were sat right at the back how many people do we reckon were in um, that show in Hollywood Studios 7,000 about 6,700 or something oh yeah and uh, we were sat right mm. at the back and right by the exit and I fantastic thought, and I thought brilliant when it finishes we can just go up and get out but we were with uh, my 75 year old some elderly mother. Uh, adults and it's not her it fault. It was no quicker. No, it's not her fault because we had to go find a wheelchair. I mean, mm. yeah. Um, you might get out of there like a greased pig. What an image. <laughs> 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 like that, but it, it wasn't that easy. I'm like an eel. Mm. <laughs> Food and drink. After much deliberating and discussion, we opted against a meal plan. The main reason for this was that it worked out quite expensive, and we felt we wouldn't get most of the meal plan given our, uh, get the most of the meal plan given our kids are quite fussy eaters and tend to prefer buffet restaurants. Having said this, we liked the idea of having some reservations where we knew we could sit down for an hour or so during what were busy days. So I decided to book a few restaurants in advance. The girls are princess mad, and given that they no longer open princess. Be- Billion until 10 a.m. Again, used to open. Yeah, they did. That's how we got it in early magic hours. Yeah, Um, and the the queues were almost always more than two hours. We decided to book our Berge de Cendral on for lunch. This was very expensive, over 250 pounds for the four of us. The food was nice, although a bit too posh for the kids. I appreciate this is meant to be a fine dining experience, but the option of having some fries and possibly some princess-shaped chicken nuggets would have pleased my five-year-old more than what was served. I agree with that. Yeah. The interaction was excellent, and in my opinion, as a one-off for someone who doesn't visit DLP often, it was worth it, especially if your kids are being Disney princess fans. We had three princesses, Aurora, Cinderella, and Ariel, and all three spent a good five minutes chatting and taking photos. Susie and Perla also made an appearance. For the price you pay, it would be good if there was a photographer there to take some high-quality snaps as part of the photo pass, but unfortunately not. We all mm, just more photo pass photographers in general, and the thing is that they would pay for themselves because people would buy the photo pass more mm-hmm. if they could get more for it. And I, I currently don't think it's a very good deal in Disneyland Paris, personally. 
We also booked character breakfast at Plaza Gardens. This was a lot cheaper, around 150 euros for the four of them, and included six characters. The kids loved it, but the characters did not spend loads of time at the table, and so the interaction was nowhere near what it was at Auberge. Uh, and it did feel a bit rushed towards the end. A bit, I get, uh, But I guess they have a lot more people to get through. My tip would be to ensure you have your camera and autograph books at the ready as they come round very quickly, and be careful you don't miss any of the characters when getting up to get food or when going to the toilet. I felt like a a contestant on supermarket sweep and getting up to get some food whizzing around and putting various bits and bobs on my plate in an attempt to get back to the table quickly as possible not the most relaxing experience but again the kids loved it yeah i think we found that with the breakfasts when, mm. when we did it. it you you feel a bit rushed they do say if they don't get round to you or if there's a if if there's a reason that they were there and they, and someone was missing or whatever you go and speak to their minders um the, to the cast members then generally they'll try and bring them back again but Mm. you don't really feel like he can do that I don't think it's not it's not the most um, inviting thing to go and do is it Mm. excuse me you missed me can you come back we didn't get smee yeah photo pass (laughs) unlike our previous visits we decided to go for the photo pass option and decided to get a package with with magic breaks we decided against this option when we last visited as it was when we last visited as we felt it was quite expensive only to end up paying for individual photos anyway I would personally say it was worth it through various character meets ride photos and magic shots I managed to get over 80 photos in 4 days as well as the standard photos where everyone smiles and poses for the camera they got some really good natural shots of interactions with characters and I will be sure to print some of them off and get them framed I also thought uh, I also bought a couple of 30th photo frames from the hotel shop but didn't see these anywhere else in the park or at Walt or uh, World of Disney also managed to buy the 30th autograph book with sleeves to put the photos in which looks really good and only cost 13 euros which was a reasonable as far as Disney prices go I got this from the storybook store just before our first meet and greet with Winnie the Pooh I like the uh, not bad for Disney prices <laughs> yeah um, the kids loved the meet and greets, so we're keen to get as many in as possible. They managed to get 20 in, although 11 of these were paid meals at Auberge de Sunderland and at Plaza Gardens, but still managed to get another nine in all, um, apart from two. Uh, sorry, oh, no, another nine in. All apart from two had PhotoPass photographers present. Not all of the meets were advertised on the, on the app. Mickey was by Phantom Manor every day from 10 till 12. Minnie was at the Cowboy Cookout from 11.30, and the queues for these were much less than the advertised ones. We also made use of the hotel meet and greets in the evenings, which were generally quieter. We saw Goofy, Pluto and Max at Sequoia, Newport Bay before heading off to bed. Nice way to finish off the day. Uh, mm. Premier Access. Having been very annoyed at the introduction of Premier Access at the expense of the FastPass system, I left DLP with a slightly different view on this. With no real prior plans to use the feature, I find myself on the last day with a spare 20 minutes before we had to depart for home. I'd never done Space Mountain and I was desperate to give it a go. My partner and kids weren't really bothered, so I treated myself to the Premier Access as a cost of, at a cost of 18 euros. Although I felt a bit guilty in passing all the normal folk queuing up for the ride, I'm so glad that I did. <laughs> normal folk? Yeah. Normal folk! <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that I did. <laughs> I've lost my plan. Um, as I thoroughly enjoyed the experience and was able to tick another DLP ride off my bucket list, I paid €35 Euros for a plush for my daughter, so in comparison... And as DLP prices go, I didn't think it was that bad, considering this was probably the only way to get the ride done for myself. Please don't judge me. I think this is the um, 
this this is the plus side. This is the benefit that I'm like, yeah, go on, have at it. And that is that kind of, I wouldn't do it otherwise. It enhances my trip. And I think it's when you have to leave your family as well. So you only pay, because we've discussed this. It's like, well, if one of us wanted to do something, we wouldn't want to spend two and a half hours away from each other no. while you're queued. So if you can pay that much and go and do it and come back, and we've only had to pay it once, it's fine. But it's paying for a family of four, or you know what I mean just start paying for five or six Mm. different rides a day unnecessary but this is the one instance when I think yeah alright I can see us doing that but still 18 euros can you can you see the potential in the future you know Hannah was saying before about the idea of of them doing more deals and, and spreading costs a bit when Disneyland Hotel opens Premier Access seems like it's going to be one of those things that they start to offer bits mm. out doesn't it well the prediction is in Florida that Genie, the, the much maligned Genie Plus will eventually get rolled into like du- deluxe hotel prices mm. and stuff but it, it hasn't happened yet but I, I think that's the way it's going to go um, we've had a question in the chat do you want to do that yes. before I finish up yeah uh, the Team Confetti one yeah yeah. just because uh, yeah, we mentioned this a second ago um, Team Confetti asks how does the parent swap work exactly who slash where do you ask for a ticket and what do you ask for uh, Mel did answer this, but just to reiterate some of those points and give our own spin on it, mm-hmm. um, I would call it rider swap. Uh, they'd know what you meant if you said rider swap, wouldn't wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, now, sometimes they give you a, a ticket when you get off. Sometimes it's at the start. So the best thing to do is ask the first cast member you see when approaching the ride, and then if they don't do it, they can tell you that the person at the end of the ride will do it. So you get on and you, you know, well, you just ask, um, um, I need a rider swap pass. And then they'll say, oh, here, here. Or they'll say, ask at the end of the ride. And then at the end of the ride, just ask, just grab someone. Hmm. See, the first time we did it was on, um, I'm sure we did it on Phantom Manor. And the guy was, it was the guy who was, you know, was saying like, you know, step all the way off, walk this way. You know, and like, I didn't really want to bother him, but I had to. (laughs) I think the first time we did it was... um, Big Thunder Mountain, actually. And we, we asked before Hugh got in the queue, uh, how do we do a ride swap? They said, ask at the end. And then as Hugh got off, he asked them and they, they just gave him a scrap of paper and it was quite easy. It is just a little like square of card. And then I handed it in on the way back in to join the fast pass queue. But yeah, the one at Phantom Manor was a bit weird because the other thing is... I can imagine... I had to go into the stretching room by the side door. There's like a disabled access point. Oh, cause yeah, you were the, talking about this not so long ago. Yeah, because there isn't a fast pass for Phantom Manor. Mm. So they have to take you in a weird like staff entrance. <laughs> it felt very unofficial. But the rides that have got fast pass pass it's quite simple because you just go in the fast pass queue and I, do you know phantom manor by the way i used a hotel fast pass once and they oh. just let me walk up the stairs and miss the outdoor queue oh really so so we were straight through the door when we got there mm. sounds good quite well mm. yeah still get to the stretching room and stuff sorry carry on. Mm. no that's it it's generally the easiest and simplest ones the ones you'd probably use it on are the ones with fast pass queues mm. um but you, yeah some of the others have got devices have we explained well. what it we have explained what it is exactly haven't we like it, who it's for it's it's for Just, parents, so you don't so you don't have to both take it in turns to queue up. It's only fair that like um, you you go on while one of well, let's let's say I yeah. go on. Lucy waits with Bonnie because she's too young to go in it, and then I ride the ride. 
give her the ticket and then she can go straight on. So it's like, as it's, a family, we've, we've only really had to queue once. And people think it's just for rides where the child might be too short, which makes sense because we've got somebody in our family who wouldn't be able to ride Space Mountain. But it can actually be used for anything because you might have um, teenagers with special needs who don't want to go on the high sensory ones. And you might have, you know, it's not just to do with height. They don't have to be babies in prams. Mm. It's just if you've got someone in your family that you are caring for that means that you can't that you have to take it in turns to ride it's that's why they call it rider swap instead of parent swap it just means that half your family half your half your family can queue and then the other half doesn't have to queue right sorry chris continue that's right okay so in summary we simply had the best time this trip was a long time coming for us having had to cancel two other trips in 2020 and 2021 i don't know if you remember but he booked a very similar holiday to me uh, in the disneyland hotel in 2020 mm. um mm. and it certainly lived up to the expectation the uninterrupted time with your family in such a magical surrounding is priceless and is a welcome break from the hustle and bustle of everyday life and all the stress stresses it brings skipping around adventureland to uh, with my five-year-old daughter on my shoulders to the tune of A Pirate's Life for Me to the backdrop of a lit-up skull rock will stay with me forever. And Aww. I'll be looking at the delight in their faces when meeting their favourite characters. Such a special place. Mm-hmm. The Disney blues are real. I find myself constantly pricing up the next trip but can't see us going for another 18 months to two years, to be honest. We would very much like to visit at Christmas. We are looking at uh, possibly late November staying off site in partner hotel in an attempt to keep costs down mm. have you got any experience of this are there any Disney perks staying in a Disney partner hotel off site and are they a lot cheaper than Disney hotels what would you recommend and then he finishes by saying thank you all so much for keeping us entertained and providing us with so much useful info over the last two years I really uh, it really helped make this trip so special oh well that's good we're glad to help and that's the kind of ending i love between us moaning about closures and refurbs and um eastern airlines been too expensive it's nice to just remember the magic that it gives real families Mm -hmm. on the ground real families on the ground Uh, i don't know i don't know about perks from staying in partner hotels Mm. are there any perks it's it's just cheaper Uh, you you get (laughs) shuttle buses from the ones in didn't that all stop though? There wasn't. Yeah, there. I think it did. There's a weird thing, but then if you go on any of the websites, those partner hotels are still there and ones that you can choose. So I, I'm not sure what's going on there. We probably ought to look into that at some point. Mm. Mm. We're not sure. Moving on though, because I'm very conscious of time. Yes, Hugh, it's your birthday next week. <gasps> so it is. And uh, and is he? I haven't brought you the Muppet bag because I can't find it. And <laughs> I, I haven't even put tissue on the top of this to hide the present like you what do. What have you done with the Muppet bag? For you. I don't know. It'll turn up. I'd definitely put it somewhere safe so I could give him it back. Ooh. And then that isn't what happened. Well, this is a, uh, a hot stuff, <laughs> hot sauce uh, gauntlet. And um, and they're all Stormtrooper they're bottles. All little Stormtrooper <laughs> bottles, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's excellent. I thought, oh. I know you're not quite onto hot sauce again yet, but when you are... I, I am. Are you? Yeah. Oh, excellent. I've been eating it all week. I feel like we should have another challenge at some point. <laughs> There's a chunk here called Tropical Vibes. Sours, cheeky cherry, which is just my bag. I just got you a couple of little, uh, couple of little different drinks. And this one is uh, Mighty Malt. I've had something like this before. I do like a malty drink. Yeah, I thought it sounded interesting. I love a malty drink. That doesn't sound good. And uh, what's this here? Oh, and then we've got um, my favourite white rabbit candies. I'm so used to seeing these that it's almost just become like a, a an icon to me that's like invisible. You know, like you don't really notice a McDonald's sign anymore because it's like ubiquitous. It's like that with, with these white rabbit candies with me. There's a, I'm so used to seeing them. There's a story about those, which is that um, I... 
I bought them the other day. I bought a, I bought a, a lot of three off eBay, 380 gram bags, and they came and they were 308 gram bags. So <laughs> now it worked out. It worked, still worked out cheap, Fuming. but it wasn't. Uh, I feel like I've been a bit robbed, but um, I wanted to make sure you got one of them. Well, thanks, Chris. And the last thing is a uh, Disney 100 Zum Zum, which yes. I'm going to add to because on our Patreon show. Uh, there's a competition to guess how many Zumzums are in this basket. There's good prizes. And good uh, prizes. I'm now going to add whatever's in here to that number. <gasps> yeah, so thank you. Uh, yeah, it's my birthday on Friday. So I expect messages to be flooding in on the day. Um, well, I was going to talk about, real quickly, the, oh, yeah. um, the, the chap uh, called Nathan. Because uh, Mercedes brought this to our attention on um, Twitter. Uh, because... A guy called... Oh, I've lost it. Where's Twitter? A guy called Malice. Oh, no, it's here. Um, if, you, if you follow uh, at a coaster story with underscores separating the words, a underscore coaster underscore story, um, there's a, a chap called Nathan Firesheets, and he did every ride every operational ride in all 12 Disney parks in 12 days. Ridiculous. Oh my now, goodness. I, I replied to Mercedes tweet. Uh, this is Mercedes from Chat Disney. And I said, uh, that makes me feel tired. And then, I, that's my first thought. <laughs> and, and, and Nathan replied, I feel, uh, I feel tired as well. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, there's challenges to like do... All, all the rides in Magic Kingdom in one day and it like it kills people they have to do a 16 hour it doesn't literally kill people they have to do a 16 hour day and then they get to the end of the day and the queue for this ride is too long and, and it just looks exhausting to do that 12 times with flights in between I can't imagine there's an airline set up going to be doing flights from, from the American not from the American park, but from airports near the American park to take you to other parks, I believe. Oh. That sounds brilliant. Airports near other parks. Well, Nathan... Probably Orly. Nathan <laughs> did it. Uh, there's an article here from Inside Edition. Uh, mm. There's articles everywhere. It's just the first one I found. Atlanta Man completes epic feat by riding every operable ride. Did I say operational? Yeah. Operable ride at all 12 Disney parks in less than two weeks. I mean, it's crazy. That's a... Am- Amazing. I'd That's love, amazing. I'd, lo- I'd love to, to get him on the show and interview him about this because uh, there's so much I want to ask. Yeah. Like, you know, like which park... We should ask him. I'm sure he would. Which which park was the easy, you know, like the easiest, you know, in terms of like uh, how efficient it was, which, yeah. you know, which is the best park, mm. you know, mm. like what's it, what was what, your longest... Boring which, which questions. Which is the best castle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, boring questions like, you know, which, which was the longest queue? You see, you would really struggle to do all the rides in Hollywood Studios because there's so many e-tickets. I mean, like, Tower of Terror gets over two hours. You get over three hours for Rise of the Resistance. You must have used Genie Plus or Premier X or something. So many questions. Mm-hmm. If I won the lottery, I Aww. would like to do a Disney World tour and vlog the heck out of it, but I wouldn't do it in 12 days. I'd do it in 12 months. Yes. Hello, Chris. This is no, um, nothing for me. This is uh, the Zum Zum you got me. It was. A it's little, the one that I thought it was. It's a little Winnie the Pooh set um, with, a, with a cute little bridge. I do love a blind bag. They race these these Disney hundred Zum Zums. They've they've got little um sorry they've got you have a little prop with them and you get two little two Zum Zums one one bigger one and one smaller one, um, and they're really really good. And I think they've got something like four or five series of them as well. I guess they're releasing them slowly this year. Um, but yeah, they're good. Just can't find them anywhere. There's a little 
Peter, what's he called? You can't find Lady. <laughs> Christopher <and> Robin. <laughs> Christopher Robin. <laughs> Peter Robin and uh, and Pooh on the on a little bridge. Oh. And I'm going to add these two zum zums. So I've not included any of the uh, little bits of scenery in this collection. Uh, so to to yeah. So there's two more in there. I'm going to change my little number. But anyway, that's for for patrons to learn about later. Tell them about it. Well, basically, we've got a, a, a vault of prizes. 37 Disney Street vaults. We're adding to it all the time. And what, what you're going to have to do is we're going to choose someone to guess each week <clears throat> at random. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have a certain amount of time to guess. And then if you can guess the exact number of zumzums in this basket, you win all the prizes. So obviously, it's going to go on for a while. Uh, if it goes on for like two years... We might start giving clues. We, yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, maybe we'll drop a clue like so-and-so was the closest or, you know... Oh, like mathematical equations. Drop to zum-zum. <laughs> yeah. I'll give more details about that on the show. And we've got... The, so the prizes in the vault at this moment in time, as it's about to open, uh, there are a couple of Disney... Or what are they called? Ske- sketch bricks. Brick sketches. They're like, some brick sketches, something like that. It's a Mickey Mouse one and a and a Minnie Mouse one. They're like little picture frame versions of mm-hmm. of them. And there are a couple of board games in there: a Funko Pop, um, Snow White one, and Hydra, <laughs> a Hydra board game. Yeah, and there'll be probably some pins. Will like you know since we start collecting them. And there's fiftieth um, anniversary Walt Disney World merch. I'm looking over there, mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. all sorts. There's gonna be all sorts in it. All up for grabs. The solo jo- shows just joined us as we're, as we're about to finish because because uh, daylight saving. Yeah, baby. we're in BST now. We've 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 GMT goodbye for a year, and now we're in BST. Yeah, we so all lost we're an hour, hour earlier. Sleep Our clocks night. went forward, Stan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna level with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's the end. <laughs> it's the end of the show. But thanks for <laughs> that, thanks for stopping by. We're glad to see you. Um, when when is Stan? When oh, is your in you in you? Oh. <laughs> in when you, is no. your trip, Stan? It's coming up soon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. <laughs> anyway, let's let's not wait. Let's yeah, not and, wait. We, uh, and we want a full vlog. And magical by Sarah's here. Hello, magical. When is by your Sarah. next Disney trip? We were talking at the beginning of the show that we are looking to book for August for after I graduate. And yay! Can't <laughs> think about it till then. Solo show. I leave this Thursday. We want a full vlog. Yes. Please. If that's the kind of thing you do. I mean, I mean <laughs> we, we want to find a way to get you on here. To We'll do a pre-recorded thing with you if, if you're up for it. Um, return the favour of the show that we did with you before so to, to go through a bit of a trip report with you. God, oh, yeah. took a lot of getting that out then. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm stumbling all over my words today. Can we finish? <laughs> pa- Pamela says to Magical by Sarah, been loving your recent vlogs. Just give uh, Magical by Sarah a shout out there because uh, some great vlogs. We do like Magical by Sarah's on, vlogs. On the channel. Yay! Yep, Solo shows up for that. Cool. So thank you all for joining us tonight. I've been Lucy. These have been the boys. Goodbye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>